Driving it home with Patty Vasquez, Patty Vasquez. From global conflicts to greenhouse gases, the folks refusing to wear masks says, and politicians getting caught grabbing asses says, she's driving it home with Patty Vasquez. We are driving it home, and I wish I was driving to Uptown at Provisions Uptown. Is Kirk Banks at for a beer tasting? And I, I hope that their folks are uh, stopping by to uh, start their weekend off with some Monaco Brewing. How's it going, Kirk? Oh, hold on a second. Good to, good to hear your voice. Good to hear your voice as well. I, uh, how do you feel today? How, you know, a couple days out from the the election. You know, Evers victorious, uh, less successful with uh, Mandela, and a couple of issues in Wisconsin. But how are you feeling with uh, with the way things settled, oh, the no. dust settled? I mean, no, I think I mean we're pretty. We're pretty ecstatic in Wisconsin. I mean, you know, democracy held. If Evers would have lost, or our Secretary of State, you know, would have lost with a, with a Republican governor, uh, our elections weren't secure uh, for, in two more years. So, uh, we're. I'm. I was pretty ecstatic. We brought a lot of Eversdale over to the election night party, <laughs> and I had plenty of it. A little bit too much of it. So Wednesday, uh, Wednesday was a disaster. For me personally. <laughs> That's awesome. By the way, it I don't was know. A if, happy disaster. It was a happy disaster. Right. Well, I, I don't know if you're our beer Sherpa and collaborator uh, of, the, of driving it home. Uh, Jerry Walski told you that we brought a, uh, a a cooler of beer to a, a Democrats uh, celebration party. A lot of campaign managers and volunteers and political strategists and really enjoyed all the, especially the choice seltzer seemed to be not just because of what uh, the, the fact that the proceeds go to Planned Parenthood of Wisconsin, Illinois, and wherever it's sold uh, and personal pack. But everyone, they loved, they loved it. They loved the AOC IPA, all of it. The, it was, it was well, so much fun. Patty, I think, I think, like, I think you like the choice uh, the best. So I'm not sure if that is a very representative. Oh, uh, is that true? No, no, no. Opinion did, of you. Did Jerry tell <laughs> you I was going around? Oh, because, no, it is. I love the grapefruit. Uh, but I was, yeah. yes, I, I was watching people open the grapefruit. I'm like, oh, there's another one I can't have. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if Jerry told you, but I got cups because I think people were kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to commit to a whole can. So I went around giving cups of it to let, get people started. And by the time we were done, it was all gone. It was great. Uh, I hear you. I heard Jerry brought some into the radio station and they, some of them might have taken legs as well. What was that? <laughs> I heard Jerry, Jerry brought some to the radio station and. Uh, oh my certain, gosh! Certain folks are so yeah. happy even there that I, I, some I, some cans just started disappearing. I didn't even. He, he's like, "Hey, they're over in this office," and I was like, "I went in there. I'm like, no, 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 there aren't." It's amazing how fast they disappear in this station. I'm always like, "By the way, was I supposed to call you at six uh, before six? I apologize if I called you too early. I don't know. Was it was this the right time? Oh, no, we're starting the tasting right now. Right. Oh, and the guys just came in with a choose reason over treason T-shirt. Yay! Which I love. I got to get a picture of this guy. That's our. Oh, so Patty, I do have to say this is the. Uh, it's, I just saw a map um, of Wisconsin, and it was color-coded by where, where places moved either more Republican or more Democratic okay. uh, you know, since, since the previous governor's race in 2018. And the one thing that made me particularly, it just warmed my heart, was that little old Vilas County and Oneida County, where the Monaco Brewing Company headquarters is, moved eight percentage points to the left. What? And it's and it's it is about the most Republican area. I mean, it's of it's you know the, the average age is like sixty, and it's like there's no universities within an hour or two. So it's a it's a vacation place. But 
Uh, yeah. So, so all this craziness, all this like feisty, you know, liberal, liberal B R U L beer that I that I make and sell, potentially had made a difference. I, I mean, uh, and that. Yeah. I mean, if there's one way to a Wisconsinite's heart, uh, well, there's two. Cheese and beer seem to be the prime. Brats somewhere in there as well. I mean, I, I kind of feel yeah. like you found the secret recipe, although not so secret. Just your secret recipes of great beer is how it works. It's, you know. Well, I'm I'm just happy. I mean, this, we all worked so hard uh, because, you know, it's just like we didn't think our state might survive. Uh, so yeah. we all worked really hard. And it was, um, you know, I, I'm I'm a little... I'll, I'll sleep. I've slept well the last three nights. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be, you know, there's a bit of an elongated hangover, but at least it's a kind of a happy, smiley hangover that we have. Well, we I, I, I want to say that I am really grateful, not only for the work that you've done and not just because uh, I've gotten to know you over the last six months. I, I am grateful for your passion. I, I know that people are like, he's a little too much. And I'm like, yep, that's why we love him. Because, like, why do they get to be a little too much? Why can't we be a little too much? Right. Why can't we, t- you know, take him by the horns and just shake some sense into people? Uh, just don't shake the can because then it explodes. But, uh, I mean, it, it, it takes people like you to say, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to go full bore. I am just going to, you know, uh, uh, the appearances and, and I'm going to be passionate and I'm not going to edit myself. I'm just going to go after people. And some people aren't going to like that. But you know me, I like it because I'm tired. I'm just I got yeah. exhausted there the last couple of weeks. I didn't even want to engage with people who like because they what they do is they, they soft sell, you know, their conversation. They'll be like, oh, you know, Patty, I really am grateful that you talked to everybody. But you're a baby killer. I'm like, whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> right? I'm like, Jeez. That's got to be rough. That's got to hurt. You know, you know, the thing that I, the thing that I like just couldn't get over was how like absurdly arrogant and confident like uh, so many people. I, I'm like the social media Facebook guy, so like I'm getting all this this, this trolling, like this red wave yes. is coming. We're gonna like we're gonna we're gonna bury your company. You know, it's like all of this extreme like cert- certitude that yeah. you know that they're gonna take over and just like you crush us. You know, and unfortunately, the, even the mainstream media w- was not necessarily kind to Democrats. I mean, I, I think they all bought into the story that there was going to be not may, maybe not a red wave, but definitely, you know, there was going to be a red power, you know, structure thing happening. And and it didn't happen. And I and, and so it's like, you know, this is the difference between people who have new see nuance, people who like really care and are empathetic. We don't go around lording over anybody. I was I was scared. I was we talked on what Monday or something and. I, my stomach hurt. I, yeah. You know, I was like, this could be crappy, but I'm going to try as hard as I can. And I think there's so many more people like that that are just hopeful as opposed to, you know, wanting to, like, be, be, be like that football player that bashes somebody's head in with their authority or something. You know, it's just that's not the way I am. And that's not the way, apparently, you know, the yes. majority of uh, Wisconsinites were, at least in the governor's race. Yes. So. It, it is. It, it was very exciting. It was very exciting to see those numbers come back. It was. Uh, look, we we can go over and over the Ron Johnson race and and the congressional third as well. I think that there. That's the thing is like I'm yeah. looking at the lay of the land and what I want to do next as far as my focus. We have a, a municipal race. We have uh, the city of Chicago aldermanic and mayoral races, but that's also bakes in like you know every 
every election has to be. And I think it was someone read this quote the other day about Toni Morrison saying that voting is like a, a prayer by the side of the road uh, that we have to keep doing. I like Hal Spark saying that it's, you know, it's like gardening. We can't we can't, you know, just assume that it'll grow without us or that the weeds won't take over. Yeah. We've got to go out there and, and yeah. you know, tend to it. And that's what our democracy is like. And that's what voting is, is doing some weeding, planting some seeds. And now, we, you know, you wake up and you go, OK, what's next? And for me, it's judicial races. Uh, you know, I think that we saw with under President Trump, and we've seen this for decades, what it means to not pay attention to who these uh, judges are that are appointed or are in these elections. I want to continue having those yeah. conversations. But also some of these races that, you know, whether it's in Illinois, Wisconsin, Indiana, Iowa, like all these, there are so many opportunities now to continue getting our message out there, whether it's on the side of a beer can or on social media, whatever it is, right? Yeah. yeah. So you're so right. I mean, this next judicial election in April in Wisconsin for the Supreme Court yes. could change the balance of power uh, in Wisconsin. And and apparently you, any any anybody can sue to say that the gerrymandered lines that we have, the hyper gerrymandered lines that we have in Wisconsin, which gives us almost a super majority of Republicans, even when our governor just got elected Democrat, that could be taken to court. And the Supreme Court, if it changes power and becomes progressive, could hear that case and could take away those lines and institute fair lines. So we could get democracy back in Wisconsin if we elect a progressive Supreme Court judge, and we could stop being this dysfunctional island of like ridiculousness. I mean, you guys are all Democrat now. Minnesota's all Democrat. Yes. Michigan's all Democrat. It's like we're like this crazy <laughs> state in the middle, you know, that elected Ron Johnson. You know, it's like what? Because of... Because of uh, they've made it a an experiment, yep. like this crazy, like like weird experiment for right wing craziness. It's, yeah. it's absolutely true. So, yeah, I mean, I know that uh, we've been talking this week a little bit about the model of Michigan and getting those referendums and, and get it, you know, getting it on the ballot and saying we want an yeah. independent committee to draw our lines for districts. And that's what we got to do next yep. in Wisconsin. And and look, Illinois, too, by the way. And I'm sure the Democrats don't like to hear that. They're like, well, what? We, we, we did very well with that. But, we, you know, it, it, there is a way to do it where people's voices are heard. No one's disenfranchised. Uh, you, listen, if you're going to get rid of with the, the Republican lines that are super unfair, you got to get rid of the Democratic lines, too, in Illinois. And it's only the, it's the right way to do it. The policies should be the things that win, not the lines not who you how yes. you draw the lines and so that we the argument of ideas should be the thing and we've almost lost it we almost lost it in wisconsin we almost lost it in the country on january 6th and we're now hopeful that we're gonna ideas will start winning again exactly yeah that's why we keep having these conversations uh, tell me about this tasting that folks can enjoy at uh provisions uptown yeah, so uh, people are people are people are starting to booze right now. Um, I got to drive back to Madison tonight, so I can't booze as much as I usually do with these things. But uh, yeah, people are coming. Uh, we're gonna we're, we have everything on hand. We just our extinct elephant is brand new. Our AOC IPA. It's a new batch. It's completely fresh for those beer snobs who have to have the freshest IPAs. We really do have. We have it all except for Bernie. We we couldn't. Bernie's coming out in another couple of weeks. We're out of Bernie, but we got our whole lineup. Choice Hard Seltzers, Choice Kolsch, AOC IPA, Bernie Brew, Kamala Stout, Kamala. It's uh, it's hyphenetically phonetically spelled. Uh, we, it's it's a lot of good. It's a lot of fun stuff. Uh, you know, so yeah, we all and people always, you know, they want to talk about Wisconsin politics. They want to talk about Illinois politics, and and it's 
it's not taboo. I mean, it's we we definitely are like politics and beer go together, and that's that's our mantra. We don't we don't hide from this stuff. So I think it's a perfect. We like, we like to shackle people. Yeah, and I think it's a perfect thing to uh, pick up some uh, some uh, Manaqua Brewing for the holidays. I mean, go ahead and just put a can of AOC IPA on the Thanksgiving table and see what happens. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, uh, okay, here you go. AOC IPA. Talk. <laughs> you know, hello, Mr. Crazy Uncle, who has to listen to Fox News in the background. Let's talk about this beer can. <laughs> she looks great on this can. Uh, where, where can folks uh, go to pick up some uh, Monaco swag as well, in, in addition to find out where your, your beer is oh, carried? yeah. It's crazy. We just released our little koozie today, and it's been selling pretty well. Uh Love is Love, which is oh, great. Yeah, it's just the Monaco Brewing Company dot uh, com. There's a merchandise page on our website. Uh, you can yeah, you can order stuff if you don't really like beer or booze. Or some merch. Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. Now, safe drive tonight. Uh, you know, the, I, I would recommend the seltzer, the hard seltzer, the, either the grapefruit or the lime. Uh, both uh, excellent choices when you still have to, you know, maneuver a vehicle. Is all I'm saying. Drink responsibly. I hear you. I hear yes. you. I'm I'm a I'm a pretty heavy heavy dude, so maybe maybe a touch, maybe a splash of a few won't won't be, will be okay for me tonight. Yeah, measure yourself. Be safe. Uh, and again, it's Kirk yeah. Banks said from Monaco Brewing, uh, keeping progressive values going, keeping Wisconsin a democracy. Uh, as he, I, I don't think people. I, I think people were worried going into Tuesday. I know that you were. Some of us were, were very worried. Uh, so it is a wonderful week to celebrate and uh, and carry on the hard work and the important work of fighting for what's right. Awesome. So nice to talk to you again, Patty. Thank you so much for having me on. I really uh, no. appreciate it. Thank our you. little our little our little monthly chat. Yes, please. If you make these shows possible, Kirk, thank you so much for being our sponsor, our, our flagship sponsor. We're bringing on some more in the next few weeks because uh, we are expanding to two hours. Now we can talk longer. When you come in, we will have plenty of time. I don't have to talk fast anymore, so it's exciting. Awesome! Can't thank, wait. Thank Can't you so wait. much, Kirk. Have have a great evening and uh, hi to Jerry for me. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks. That's Kirk Bankstead at uh, Provisions Uptown. Uh, They're there till 7 o'clock for the Monaco Brewing Tasting. And uh, we'll take a break here. Come back to your calls. 773-763-9278 is a number to call and join us. I know Jim's on hold. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about some of the new segments that I'm uh, planning for uh, uh, the two-hour version of Driving at Home, which starts on Monday. I have new segments. I have ideas. Ideas. We have more time. More in a moment on the Heartland Signal. WCPT 820 is proud to introduce Heartland Signal, a multimedia newsroom of WCPT 820. Heartland Signal is dedicated to providing news coverage for the 2022 midterms in the Midwest region. At heartlandsignal.com, you can find all the day's news and views to keep you informed and up to date. If you love listening to WCPT 820, then you'll love getting your news from heartlandsignal.com. Visit us there today. WCPT 820, Chicago's progressive talk, where facts matter. I don't like the bad words in this song. They're blasphemous. I can't sing. I don't know. I think I, 
I got to get some new songs in here. We get to pull up some more uh, Chris Jones because the uh, the vote, gosh darn it, stuff. I think we can, we can pause for a little bit while we uh, regroup and and think about what we're going to do next. Uh, in a little bit, I'll tell you a little bit about the segments that I'm planning uh, going forward. And also, you know, I would love to take your suggestions if there's some issues and topics and and organizations, uh, performers. We're going to start opening up, and uh, we'll have the opportunity to have a bit of a community calendar. Uh, I know we've we've highlighted a few events in the Chicagoland area. I don't get to do it every week. Now we will do it every week and make sure that you know about uh, wonderful uh, performances and uh, events going on in your neighborhood, for example. See, the thing is, I've got to expand. You guys got, you have to send me stuff. Send me what's going on in your neighborhoods. I know we have uh, I have some publicists that send me things about like Lincoln Square and Tinley Park. Uh, of course, I know a lot about what's going on in Jefferson Park, for example. Maybe, perhaps, tomorrow there is a pop-up Sunday market at the North Branch Chicken on Northwest Highway, right there at Northwest Highway in Austin. Uh, come on by and gra- grab some great food and shop, maybe for some holiday gifts. They've got, uh, I know there'll be some tea dogs hot sauce. We've got some pet gifts. We've got our friends from Collective. So that's tomorrow from 1 to 4. I think it's 1 to 4. I should probably check out, double check because I'm volunteering for that, too. Uh, but that's tomorrow. I'm also going to be a moderator for Social Change uh, Change Fest tomorrow from two to four. You can go to Change Fest and uh, find out about those uh, the movies that I'll be moderating with the filmmakers. And uh, so that's a couple things happening over like tonight. I haven't mentioned this, but because uh, I, I wasn't sure I was going to be able to go. I'm going to go see San Patricio's at the Irish American Heritage Center. Uh, that's a, if you're not familiar with my personal background, and nor should you have to be, I am of Mexican and Irish descent. And throughout my life, you know, people have made fun of me and called me a leprechaun and said things like, why don't you get drunk and make me a taco? And so part of me has always been, you know, like kind of like, you know, it just it seemed like something that people just want to make fun of because it sounds it's like such a strange combination. However, the history of the uh, Mexican and Irish relationship is quite wonderful. There is a there was a brigade of Irish fighters who joined uh, the Mexican side against the United States, uh, the San Patricios, and they have been honored and uh, have have a, actually an entire wall in memoriam to the soldiers in Mexico City. This beautiful Zocalo, uh, they were all executed by the American army. And tonight there's a performance. It's Mexican music and Irish dancers, and so I'm going to go see that performance tonight. I'm very excited about that. There's actually an album by the Chieftains called San Patricios. So let me, uh, and then we'll also, of course, always be taking calls and texts. Hey, Jim, what's on your mind, my friend? Hi, Betty. You brought a turn in my eye because my daddy was Mexican and Irish. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I had 25 marvelous years with her. Oh, that's uh, wonderful. Anyway, anyway, I, I was, a couple of things. First of all, it's the first weekend I'm looking forward to watching the Sunday talk shows. To watch these <laughs> procrastinators eat crow. You know, yeah. They've got to eat they crow. They won't. They won't. Yeah, they will not. Well, they, they will not. No. No, they can't. No. Well, they can't because they, they're probably, they, the bottom line is they can't eat crow because they, they get fired. Whatever the case may be, but it'll be fun watching them squirm. The other thing I was going to say, that the meanness of the Republican Party stopping these poor kids from getting the tuition the yep. relief. Uh, you know, these mouthpieces throughout the country have to be stopped. Uh, do they have anything else to do but sit around their law office and figure out ways to uh, to uh, be detrimental to the American public? And, it, and it, same with the judges. Uh, real quick, I had a, a great Irish... I, I, I can't wait for that Mother Jones statue to go up. I can't wait to see yeah. it. Anyway, but I'm thinking of a, a real Irish woman I, I knew for 100 years. She died about 30 years ago. We used to go to the track and drink all the time. And anyway, she... She 
told me one day, he's telling me a story. She's a little girl. She saw a real mean lady in the store, and she asked her mother, what made that lady so mean, Matt? She's not here. She's been mean all of her life. <laughs> <laughs> she was born that way. Yep. Yeah, she was born. That's what she said. She was dead. She's mean all of her life. Anyway, Patty, you have a great weekend. Thanks for taking my calls. Of course. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Take care, Jim. Let's see what's on Matt's mind. There's Matt. Hi, Matt. How's you, how are you doing on this, on this? It was sunny, and now it's a little chilly. But how are you doing today? A little, you know, I'm, I'm very happy that I lost a bunch of weight. I lost 60 pounds, but at the same time, I didn't realize how much fat actually insulates you. <laughs> now, I used to walk out and be like, 50 degrees, 50 degrees, I can handle this, no problem. People in Florida where I went to college, you guys are weak-minded. And then I walk out now, and it's like 72, and I'm dying. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, congratulations on a, on a healthier life. Uh, I know that it's hard, especially during the pandemic. Uh, you know, we all were struggling. So congratulations on that. And I'm sorry. Uh, there's some really good coats that you can invest in. <laughs> Scarves, layers. Layers are good. You need all of them. Yes. If anybody wants to just buy me all the coats, I will gladly accept them. There you go. Uh, no, you know, it's Friday. I wanted to keep it light. I wanted to keep it frothy. So I'm just going to say this. Guess what's happening on Monday? We're going in two hours, baby. <laughs> yes, we it's are. It's time to kick the Patty Vasquez show into overdrive. That's right. Now I can no longer say there's no point in living after six o'clock with Patty Vasquez. There always no, was. Now, <laughs> now I can say, what are you going to do? After seven o'clock, nothing. <laughs> well, that was the weird thing about being on overnights. Like you know, do you know how 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 many people were so dismissive and disdainful of the fact that I was on overnights, not ever appreciating really the beautiful sweet spot that I had with people who maybe are uh, late night workers, you know, truck drivers and third shifters, people who have insomnia, moms who are getting clothes, you know, laundry done or or doing you know baking and uh, just the people who like like listening to talk radio in the middle of the night it was so frustrating cuz i loved doing that show and i've loved doing an hour here it's it's been very uh just breezy right it's kind of fun we i'm never quite sure what it's going to be until i get here now i'm going to try to have a little bit more of a of a structure have uh more of the as i used to do some regular segments uh including my friend uh, KB Marion who's going to do a segment i've wanted to do for years called that's not what's happening uh, to basically debunk viral stories like QAnon things and uh, just... Oh, I would love that. Yep, yep, yep. So oh. that's... <laughs> you, know, you know, the sun... You know, I was thinking just now, since the sun goes down at 12.30 in the afternoon, uh, you could actually rename the show back to Up Late with uh, Pretty Late. Well, <laughs> it seems like it's 12 o'clock in the morning at 4 o'clock. Yeah, right. In the dark. Well, in the dark with Patty Vasquez. <laughs> That reminds me. Thank thank you for reminding me. I'm supposed to tell people to switch over to their apps if they start to get a crackle. They're not quite quite getting the the clear signal because as the sun goes down, our signal strength is not there as much. So you do need to switch over to you can watch the live stream on WCPT. Make see all the silly faces I make. uh, Try to guess what color lipstick I'm wearing. That's a stupid thing to guess uh, because I will put on four shades and just blend them. Um, But uh, yeah, check us out on on Facebook. You can also listen uh, on TuneIn and HeartlandSignal.com. How do you listen? Terrestrial? In your car? How do you listen, Matt? Yeah, I'm always in my car. Unless I literally just can't get reception somewhere, I'm always in my car. Well, I hope. Actually, I will tell you flat out 
when I, I years ago while I was listening to you guys over at the other station, uh, I was listening to Rome, and I was driving back from Ohio. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't get reception. I could barely get internet reception, much less phone reception. And the only thing on the air was Sean Hannity. So I asked uh. all the station, and I asked Jeff Garland to leave me on hold for the three hours that Rome was on. I said, Jeff, I, you're going to save my life. Please, I can't listen to three hours of Sean Hannity. <laughs> okay. So, Jeff Garland, if you're out there listening, you amazing man. You Thank you for saving my life that day. I will, you know what? I will try to put a tweet out or Instagram photo of you thanking him, uh, Jeff Garland. Jeff Garland is a great guy, a great producer, and, uh, and was very supportive of my work at WGN. At the other station. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> The other station. The other station. Well, Baltimore, he will shall not be named. Well, they they've gotten kind of crazy over there, and so is like my one of my good friends works at, a, at yet another station where they carry like uh, uh you know the, the other I don't know if they carry like Ben Shapiro or I, I don't even Levine they they carry that guy, um and my friend you know holds the line tries not to get too political actually had a lot of a uh, lot of uh, issues at my old station because he would go after Rauner and Madigan and you know Trump. Every day, and uh, it was he was kind of you know he just he called it the way he saw it, um, but he, you know very good friend of mine who's uh, uh, on mornings uh, on a station that's very hard for me to listen to. <laughs> I just can't. I, I I think I know exactly who you're talking yes. about. Yeah, no, I adore him, but I just yeah. can't. But, and I'm sure he's the same way about this station. Um, my guess is, and that's by the way before before I have to go to the traffic because uh, I do live local traffic. Uh, but I have to tell you, so one of the segments I'm going to be doing, I believe every week is called uh, the science of politics. Um, basically, you know, we'll, we'll talk some science stuff, but also like the way our brains work and why, you know, I'll get some experts on to talk about how we can talk to each other or, or not. We don't have to. I think part of it is like sometimes you, for your own mental health, I don't, I don't have to talk to people who are going to be mean to me. I'm not going to do it. So the, the science. Uh, I, 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 nobody should be mean to Patty Basket. Well, to anybody, nobody should be mean to. They anybody. do. <laughs> send them to my send them to my phone uh, phone tree. I'll I'll get them. Fair enough. All right. But, uh, <laughs> I Patty, I love you. You are fantastic. Enjoy your uh, weekend because Monday. Extra work. Extra Woo-hoo. work. That's right. Thank you, Matt. Have a great weekend. I'll see you on Monday. Yeah, bye. Take care. Let's take a break here. We'll continue your calls when we come back. 773-763-9278 is the number to call and join us. Or you can also text, by the way, 773-763-9278. Also check in with our friends on Facebook where our live stream is on the WCPT Facebook. So you can join us there as well. Right after this, I will catch up with you. This is WCPT 820, where you can hear the Stephanie Miller Show every weekday, 8 to 11 a.m., because facts matter. Hi, this is Kirk Bankstead from the Minocqua Brewing Company, and I sell progressive beer like AOC IPA and Bernie Brew, a lovingly irascible Democratic Socialist lager. A percentage of the proceeds of every beer I sell goes to helping keep Wisconsin blue and driving the Trump cult out of our state. Enjoy a great craft beer and help your dysfunctional neighbor to the north get its democracy back. Now available at Arminetti Wine and Spirits in Woodstock, Illinois, and Famous Liquors in Lombard, as well as in Chicago at A&S Wine and Spirits, Back of the Yards, and Grand and Western Liquors, Ukrainian Village. Please drink responsibly. Thank 
Thank you so much for joining us, uh, driving it home with me, Patty Vasquez. As we were talking about earlier, the show will be going until 7 o'clock starting Monday, 5 to 7. We will be uh, here uh, giving you updates on traffic. We've got live news. We've got uh, conversation. And we'll be featuring some new segments, including That's Not What's Happening, uh, debunking crazy viral stories like uh, QAnon stories. We also will be um, featuring uh, the science of politics. We'll have Wellness Wednesday. We're going to open it up to uh, talk about community calendars and events going on in your community. So please feel free to reach out and uh, share some of the the great uh, events and performances that are going on in your communities that you want us to know about. We'll talk more movies with Mike Crowley, uh, probably get uh, Matt Fagerholm on as well, and uh, just open up to more, a uh, little more fun too. Uh, somebody's asking what's going to happen to whiskey and a cookie, and that's a really good question. I think that I either we're going to do it at seven, I'll have to figure it out. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that was that's kind of a uh, a wall of questions that I've been trying to figure out for a while as well. So uh, I will talk to my whiskey and a cookie uh, friends tonight at six thirty. Uh, that's my Facebook live show on the Patty Vasquez show page. You can join us where we uh, generally we're having snacks, uh, maybe having a cocktail, and talking about all the big stories of the week. I think I'd like to if uh, see what we could do is I would like for them to come join me either on the phone or in studio. Uh, we probably have to change the name of it uh, because it's a little different in studio. It's not quite the same atmosphere, so I'll figure it out. But uh, don't, do not fret. I will continue to uh, have conversations with Esmeralda Leon, Elliot Serrano, Adam Selzer, sometimes Scott Stantis. We've even had the owner of Percolator on, Joe Bassalone. Uh, we've had uh, a lot of great guests. Todd Belcor has joined us before. And, uh, of course, my late great friend, uh, Tom Carmick. So some of those uh, audio uh, and videos are available on the Patty Vasquez show page, as well as the interviews that I had with uh, Tom Carmick in studio, who I miss every single day. Uh, it's not even like, you know, how some people talk about how they, I remember when my dad passed away, I, I would have this urge to give my dad a call. Um, I know immediately that I can't. I, uh, I just, th- there's a, a, a big gaping hole and, uh, and I, I dearly miss Tom Carmick every single day. I was just actually at a funeral, uh, at a wake today at the same location where I know that, uh, Tom had chosen to have his remains cremated. Um, uh, some of you know that in recent in the recent uh, year in the recent months that I had agreed to participate in a documentary um, about John Wayne Gacy, uh, I decided to come. I had to come forward a couple of years ago when I ran for office. Um, my legal name is Patricia Bonin, and uh, my brother Mike Bonin was murdered by Gacy, and I had kept that part of our lives private to protect the um, my my sisters uh, who grew up with Mike, uh, to protect my dad who uh, I knew it was something that he just he didn't want people to talk about or to know about. He was very private about it, and when I started doing stand up comedy the same summer that that Gacy was executed, I chose not to use my legal last name as a comedian, um, and I had told people for years that I I thought, well, you know, Patty Vasquez, it sounds Irish and Mexican. I chose to use my mother's maiden name uh, because I wanted to distance myself as much as possible from the stories. I didn't want every comedy club to... um, to, to be like, oh, you know, tell us about it. What was that like? Because I, I, even now I still kind of get a little bit of it. But because I've, I've had the opportunity to choose how I, I put that story out there, how I tell it. Um, and a lot of that had to do with the guidance of uh, Tom Carmick. And uh, he was with me here 
at WCPT when I came in and I sat down with Jonas Pazito. Uh, he was with me at WGN Television, which he actually did not want me to do, and I think he was right. He thought that it would be too, um, you know, they, they used B-roll and they showed images of bodies being removed from the home. And uh, he just, he thought that it would be hard to do, and it was. And that was the hardest one to do. Uh, we chose to do an article in Chicago Magazine, and that, that I, just, I wanted to put it there and, and leave it behind. But the day that my story came out, uh, in December of, of 2019, uh, I, got a, I got an email from um, a guy named Greg McDonald, who I had reached out to years before because Greg had left this beautiful message on my brother's virtual grave site. Uh, it's really kind of lovely that there are places where people who maybe don't know where to leave their thoughts uh, have an opportunity to share a story. And I often visit Mike's virtual gravesite. People will leave flowers, of course, if they know his name and the story that uh, of, of his death. Uh, people are, are thrill seekers or, you know, and some people really genuinely uh, want to leave a, uh, a, a memorial. They leave digital flowers and things like that. And, and I had gone back several times uh, just to see. And, and there, there were beautiful notes uh, throughout the years. Uh, but then one day I was, it was actually the, the night of the Vegas shootings. And uh, I just knew whenever there's so this tremendous loss of life, this very um, uh, high profile, these that gra- that grabs the news and and well, all people really will will talk about are the you know the shooters and how did it happen and and of course we all talk about the guns and and I knew that the the people who lost their lives that night uh, the people who were injured were never going to be remembered and uh, and it was one of those things where I just identified with that so much that now they're the, all these tragedies these families who were. Uh, just plummeted into despair and uh, sadness and grief um, would basically just be the the footnote to a, a, a story that um, devastated their lives. So I uh, I visited my brother's grave, uh, virtual grave, and there was just really a beautiful message from uh, Greg McDonald, and it was just so incredibly sweet that um, I emailed him. I uh, I tracked him down and, and sent him a message. I didn't say anything about, like, I had a radio show or who I was. I just wanted to thank him for the beautiful message that he had left on the uh, virtual gravesite. And the night that my... And we, we went back and forth a couple times, and he had told me about how his he and his friends, uh, Mike's friends, uh, who'd all gone to grade school and high school together, that they still got together, and they would toast him. And uh, they... Uh, they had great memories about him and wonderful stories to share. And the day that my story came out on uh, WCPT and WGN and Chicago Magazine, Greg reached out to me. He's like, Patty, Patty, you got to call. You got to call John Scanlon. You got to call. And I called I called John Scanlon, who was also a friend of Mike's and Greg's. And uh, he also he he had been a fan of mine for years. He had listened to me on that other station. He was a truck driver. And uh, he told he shared we spent 45 minutes on the phone and he shared some incredible stories. Um, And it was always Greg McDonald who I came back to. And and I checked in with him when I made the decision to sit down with, with Netflix, because what he and John had told me was they always watch these documentaries, hoping that someone would tell a little bit of Mike's story and uh, it was their encouragement and their support that helped me with the decision to sit down and share part of my family's story. And when the, the documentary came out, uh, Sean Anderson, Jan- John Scanlon and Greg McDonald all thanked me. They all said that I had done um, my brother honor and uh, they were, they were happy with it and uh, they were glad that I had done it. 
And uh, I had always hoped that I would have the opportunity to meet Greg and uh, thank him in person. And uh, he had a uh, battle with cancer. He told me a while ago that we couldn't meet because he wasn't feeling well and he didn't want to meet until he was feeling better. And uh, he lost his battle with cancer. And uh, I met his uh, his wife today. Uh, and I, I wanted to tell her how grateful I was and tell her that story. And she was very sweet and, of course, devastated. Um, and this was a beloved man. You can you can always go when you don't know someone very well. You know you you've, you maybe know someone uh, in a, in this sort of uh, casual way or through friends or maybe a coworker. And it's when you arrive and you just see um, the the life uh, that they lived through photos and stories that you hear from people there. Uh, so my condolences and my love to the family of Greg McDonald. I'm so sorry for your loss, and I'm so sorry I never had the opportunity to give him a hug. But I hugged his wife today, and it was really. Really a beautiful thing. I'll be right back and I'll take your calls in just a moment on WCPT 820. Think Theory Radio. Theoretical astrophysicist Dan Hooper. If there's some place a, a light year away from now, there's nothing I can do now that can influence that place in less than a year. No matter what I do, no matter how I build my quantum machine or no matter what I entangle or what I quantum teleport, nothing I can do here can affect that until a full year has passed, allowing light to get there at the speed of light. Think Theory Radio. With Damien Perdue, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on WCPT 820. You're listening to WCPT 820, because facts matter. Listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820. You know, my uh, former business partner, Kevin Cleary, would tell people, he's like, when we were trying to shop TV shows, he's like, Patty's very confusing. She'll make you laugh and make you cry the next second. That's just who I am, folks. I'm really, I didn't, I didn't want to make it the last thing I talked about, but I did want to uh, thank uh, Mike's friends. And um, it's just, it's the way I cope. I, I, I. I don't think that we should ignore the stories of our lives. Uh, I also use humor as a way to uh, cloak myself and uh, protect my own uh, mental health. And so that's that's my technique. And also having these conversations with you helps me so much. It makes my world a much brighter place. And so, Dave, I didn't want you to follow that. That's why I went to the break. And uh, I hope you're uh, having a lovely start to your weekend. How are you doing, Dave, and Hoffman Estates? (laughs) Wow, how you followed up? I know. I was like, I was like, I didn't want to end the show that way, but also like, I'm sorry, Dave. It was you or Roosevelt. Gotta be cathartic, though. It is. It is. But uh, I was going when you mentioned Tom. How do you think Tom would feel right now with the? Oh well, what in the election and that you know? I think that he would be smiling, huh? Yeah, well, especially because uh, you know his passion was uh, judicial races, and uh, all the candidates that we were working with, uh, I believe they all won. And and, uh, a lot of uh, judges I've talked to are like they're they're just like I don't know what to do after this. But I will tell you, our good friend uh, Maggie O'Keefe, who uh, you know Tom had mentored, she you know she ran uh, that lake county clerk race i was talking about anthony vega and she also was the director of communications for mary Kay o'brien and so i tom's legacy will continue uh the his masterful uh strategy strategic mind uh he he always shared how to get <laughs> i'm sorry my husband just texted me he said i can't keep listening to your show if you're gonna make me tear <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Um, Look, his legacy will live on through so many people. He did not have kids, but he had many of us who were his uh, his students, his uh, devotees. Um, My life is better for having known him. Uh, It is not less for having lost him. It's just uh, it's a lot to overcome. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, but he would be very happy. Yes. Good. Good. That's what I was kind of thinking. Yeah. I was going to ask you at first, and I said, well, I don't want to exactly be Debbie Downer and bring it up, but then, then when you brought up the name, <clears throat> just kind of wondered, thinking, I, I would think he'd kind of be satisfied. And then uh, on uh, the other front, what about that uh, that uh, water reclamation boy, Pogo? Did he win or no? Yes, he did. You know, that, I mean, look, Tanil uh, had a, a lot to overcome. Uh, you've, one of the things that I, I, ha- I tell people, I get it, right? You can have your, uh, your morals and you can run for all the right reasons and you can, you know, eschew corporate money and that's a great thing to be able to, but unless we fix the whole thing, it is a very heavy lift. Uh, I recommend that if anyone wants to run for office, and are there exceptions? Absolutely. Uh, is it likely? Absolutely not. Uh, to be able to overcome people with big pocket, with deep top pockets and with institutional support. And that means like unions and big companies and uh, other legislators or electeds. Uh, you, you have to have something that can. And, and that's the problem with the way our elections are designed is that rich people will continue rich people or connected people. Uh, you know, uh, the incumbent that I ran against uh, worked in a neighborhood organization. And because they were friends with the, the head of that organization, they wanted to appoint them. And so it's consolidation of power in neighborhoods as well. And that elevates people who might not otherwise ascend based on their experience, their passion, their understanding of the communities. Uh, you know, other people will continue to, to have the, the upper hand. Yeah. And um, the uh, uh, what this day was meant for, Veterans Day, that, um, let me give a slow and salute to at least the ones that I've known or heard, you know, like you got Gunny Gary and we got Ron from Michigan, and in the studio there's Antonio Correa. Yeah. But people that I know that are fellow veterans and we're all from different eras. You know, I was Cold War. Ours has always been kind of ignored and stuff like that, but... Uh, we took the oath just like the rest of them did. And I'd like to add our friend, uh, Representative Stephanie Kifowit, who served as a Marine. Our friend, Eric Wilenius, who uh, was in the Army. Yeah, I agree. And these are, and, and progressives, too. We often think that, you know, we, we sort of put uh, the uh, honoring veterans as somehow Republicans have a monopoly on patriotism. When truly fighting for American, for our freedoms is, is quite possibly the most progressive thing to do. And what gets me sometimes is people would just go buy, a, you know, one of them $4 magnets or something, stick on the back of the car, and they saying that they supported the troops or whatever and stuff like that. And But um, anyway, and then uh, so you get the other, the uh, brother-in-law, he being a Vietnam vet, but it was kind of funny. He sent a, a meme to me that, you know, that ended on a little bit of a humorous note where uh, he said <laughs> the only red wave was... The ketchup spot on the wall at Mar-a-Lago. Oh, God. Yeah. I'll leave you with that visual. <laughs> Have a good weekend. Be well. The red splatter, right? <laughs> yep, that red ketchup splatter on the wall. I like it. So Thanks. That's the only wave, so. Thanks, Dave. Anyway. All right, Patty. Be well. You will. You All as right. well. Take care. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great weekend. And Roosevelt, my friend, you know what's funny? You called into Jones' show and I was listening, and I was like, Roosevelt hasn't called me lately. So I'm glad you called. Hi, Roosevelt. You're always busy because you have a one hour show, and I, uh, I, when I call, I hog up the time. I'm Stop. honest. Uh, now, we yeah. got t- now we got two hours. 
Go for it. Run through that door. Yeah, well, yeah. you mentioned your uh, two hours, but you didn't mention when. Monday. When? Monday. Oh, Monday. Okay. I didn't hear that. I, I'm sorry. I tuned in kind of late. This is the last uh, 10 minutes. Call. This is the last 10 minutes of my one-hour show. All right. Yep. All right. Uh, um, first of all, I want to thank Dave and all the veterans. Uh, we all have um, members of our family that, uh, uh, that are veterans. Um, next, I want to say that I really love you, and I thank you. And I, I thank the fact that I met you. You're a perfect person, example of a person that's beautiful on the inside and beautiful on the outside. So I want to throw that in there. That's very sweet of you. Thank and, you. Uh, and, um, and uh, you know, you mentioned the, ch- the chieftain. Chieftain. Yes. That's one of my. Uh, I don't know how 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 long have they been together? Uh, when you mentioned them, they came to mind. It has to be decades, like three or four decades, right? I I first became familiar with them in college, so it has to be the the. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, Do you want to know? They were the Chieftains are a traditional Irish folk band formed in Dublin in 1962 by Patty Maloney. Yeah. You know what I mean? So wow. I know a little bit about them. And they're very versatile. versatile. You know, they, they they play world music. I consider them world music uh, musicians, yep. in my opinion. Very talented, multi-instrumental, uh, uh, you name it. They're great. Uh, they're still active, too. They are. They're still uh, active. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, that's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. Unbelievable. So, yeah. I remember years ago, I really got into them, and uh, I, I researched that, and I, I couldn't remember. I knew I had to be at least 40, 40 years, but obviously it's longer than that. Uh, so, my friend, thank you. Um, uh, there's nothing else to say. By the You're way, great, great, you, it was, by the, thank you. And, and by the way... It was lovely to meet you as well at the Sexy Liberal Saves Democracy Tour, and you're adorable, my friend. It was wonderful to meet you and Matt, uh, hang out with Jody. Uh, it was it was really lovely. Yeah, and uh, yeah, same here. And uh, you know, um, I don't know. Uh, as far as uh, the politics end of it, you know, whatever happens, happens. That's the way I look at it, and it happens for the best. So I, yeah, I'm oh, I'm relieved. Yes. Oh. And another thing I'm going to say, yeah, I always have another thing. Another thing is, I am so glad we don't have to hear those knuckleheads, those uh, chocolate dykes that always uh, call up the station. Uh, I'm so glad that that's over, you know, because now we can dedicate our time as mm-hmm. progressives yep. for, for, for uniting and, and thanking young people. And thank you for, for coming out and voting. And I believe that they're going to continue. This is going to become a trend as far as them coming out to vote every time, midterms or presidential elections. That's just me saying it. It, I, yeah, I agree. Oh. I, I, that's going to be the focus is uh, having the conversations, understanding better how to message, uh, because the values of the Democratic Party are, are the values of Americans fighting for our freedoms, fighting for workers, protecting the environment, f- expanding access to health care. These are all the things that would help all Americans, regardless of what their ideological beliefs are. And so I think that if we continue and the other thing is I am going to focus more on judges. We're going to feature a, a, a judge segment every yeah. single month, if not more often. But 
but I want to start with one because I, I don't know how, I mean, we know Mike Weaver is great. Judge Weaver is great. Uh, we had Judge Evans on. I know there's a few other judges I've, I've been talking to. Some of them are a little nervous about being on the air because they, they're not political. So they have to be much, yeah, much more clinical about, uh, but I want to talk about like, you know, what it means to get to stand in front of a judge and what your rights are and what you should be aware of, you know, that, that kind of thing, but also the importance of our judicial system. I think we need to elevate more than we usually do. And we all need more information as far as the judges. And thank God, and here in Illinois, those two judges, uh, O'Brien, I can't remember the other uh, judge, thank God that they were voted in, you know, because uh, we would have been in. Yeah. Yeah, Rochford and O'Brien. And that, that by the way, you and and, uh, and Dave remind me as uh, on this Veterans Day, because we often talk to Representative uh, Stephanie Kifowit, who is uh, a Marine and ha- is, is devoted to making sure that veterans have access to services, and in particular when it comes to mental health and suicide prevention. I think that we should check in with her and, and find some other organizations and every month also do a segment for veterans. So I've got a lot of plans. Got a lot of plans. Thank you. Whole, see Thank what a whole. And by the way, I have a, my brother-in-law is uh, is a retired marine. He was an instructor. So excellent. I just to tell them thanks, hey, thanks to him. Thanks for the service. Have a good weekend. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much, Roosevelt. So thank you, everybody. Yeah, I'm excited about going to an extra hour. Uh, It'll help me to slow down because you guys know once in a while I speed up when I talk uh, because I've got so much to say and I get really excited. Uh, But I am uh, very excited. And and I will continue to have live performances. If you want to know how to support the show, here I I have a big favor to ask. I was thinking about this because I still get folks who listen to me uh, at another station and they're like, I had no idea you were on the air. Please, if you are so inclined and uh, you're on social media, please share our uh, WCPT's Facebook page, share my show page. Uh, you can retweet. You can follow me at Patty Basket CHI. I don't know for how much longer because it does seem as though it is a dumpster fire at Twitter. I almost said something else, but it is. Uh, it looks like the whole thing is burning down. I don't know what Elon Musk is doing, but it is accelerating at a rate that is maybe he did, as Joan said, maybe he did buy it to break it because he was insulted the same way President Trump ran, Donald Trump ran because he was offended by something that President Obama said. Uh, I don't know. It's it's very strange. But retweet the uh, follow WCPT's Facebook page, our Twitter page or whatever social media is your favorite. Uh, retweet us and tell your friends, hey, you know what I'm listening to? You guys would really enjoy this because if you're enjoying this, your family and friends might as well. Come out to live performances. I've got shows all over the area. I'm going to be at the Splains Bourbon and Brass next Wednesday with Adam Burke and Erica Nicole Clark. I'll be at the Arcata Speakeasy on Thursday again with Erica and Adam. Adam, uh, I'll be back at Bourbon and Brass and Displays on Friday. And then I'm going to be at Salerno's in Oak Park headlining on Saturday night, next Saturday. Laugh Factory every last Sunday. So come on out to a live performance. Uh, and it's a great way to connect with uh, other people who listen to the show. Uh, it's it's like a mini uh, democracy, you know, the Sexy Liberal Saves Democracy Tour. It's just a little, we'll, we'll grow that too. We've got some great comics. So thank you so much, everybody. And I look forward to spending two hours with you starting on Monday. Have a lovely weekend. Thank you, Lady B. Devil's Advocate is up next with my crew.